Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Today we interview a Christian movie maker, Del Tackett, who has made the critically acclaimed movie Is Genesis History, now showing on Netflix and a defense of God's creation. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. We're here at Proclaim 18. I'm interviewing Del Tackett, who is former vice president at Focus on the Family, leader of The Truth Project, and a movie producer. He made Is Genesis History. You probably saw it through Fathom Events. Welcome, Del Tackett, to the program. Thank you. It's great to be here. So we interviewed you last year, and you yes. were completing this beautiful uh, documentary. I think it's on Netflix now. Is Genesis History? Why should people watch this? Well, I think. Uh, well, first of all, they're going to see some great uh, footage uh, from Mount St. Helens and the Grand Canyon and uh, scuba diving in St. Thomas. Uh, so they're going to see that, but they're also going to see some incredibly smart scientists. Uh, in the field looking at evidence that they believe and I believe support the historical reading of Genesis. So I noticed when I watched your movie on Netflix um, there's a lot of really solid arguments. I think you interview over a dozen archaeologists and, and scientific experts about the accuracy of the biblical book of Genesis. But what are some of the arguments that stand out in your mind? Well, I think there are a number of them that, uh, that can be pointed to. One, I think, uh, recent is the discovery of soft dinosaur tissue that has really just kind of blown the lid off of a lot of people's understanding that... They're not all fossils? <laughs> well, the, the, the bones appear to be fossils, fossilized on the outside, but inside we're finding this soft, squishy uh, material, uh, blood cells even that should not be there if these bones are 60, 70, 80 million years old. It's hard enough from our perspective to understand how they can survive for thousands of years, but yet they're there. Uh, and so those things, uh, along with Mount St. Helens, for example, which well, is... Well, hang on, let me finish yeah, on the dinosaur. That's an argument that dinosaurs are young, I mean, relatively, they're only maybe 6,000 years old instead of 60 million years old, and they were contemporary with Adam and Eve, which would fit the Bible account instead of the evolution story. That's correct, and that's uh, part of all of the evidence that we're looking at to see uh, whether or not the historical reading of Genesis that talks about a more recent, I call it near time as opposed to deep time, that the earth and the creation of plants and animals and human beings all occurred just as it is recorded in Genesis. So talk about Mount St. Helens. Well, Mount St. Helens is a very, very interesting event. It occurred uh, in the 80s, 1980s, so uh, I'm older than it. I, of course, I feel sometimes I'm older than most everything, but uh, Mount St. Helens has given to us, uh, as Dr. Steve Austin says, a Rosetta Stone for, ge for geology because we know what happened. We don't have to guess how all the layers were laid down in the little Grand Canyon there at Mount St. Helens. It happened almost instantly. We don't know, we don't have to wonder how in the world uh, that granite wall in the mountain got melted away. 
we watched it. We saw all that happen. And all those complex geological features that we see there, the carving of the canyon, uh, that's the Rosetta Stone, as he says. So why not look at, at the processes that we saw that created all those geological formations and consider that those were the same processes that we see uh, that have formed those uh, features around the world. And we believe that's the case. Uh, as, as Dr. Austin says, it's, it's not a little water over a lot of time. It's a lot of water over a little time. That's what we well, saw at Mount St. And not just uh, in Washington State, but also in Arizona. In the Grand Canyon, for example, we see this mile deep river, you know, and there's, there's rocks and there's formations, uh, but the evolutionists, the, the atheists who don't believe the Bible, would argue that a little bit of water took millions of years to carve out the Grand Canyon, but you say it's something else. Yes, I, we think that the evidence shows that the canyon really could not uh, be that old. And there are lots of reasons for that. One of the most logical is that those canyon walls over, over that length of time should have really broken down. And, and the walls themselves and the other side canyons don't, uh, don't match that kind of a long, slow erosion process. It matches more of a catastrophic uh, flooding that, that roared down through that area in a relatively short period of time. Uh, we think that's what that evidence uh, shows and supports. And as Dr. Austin said in the film, it appears as if there are a number of scientists, uh, not creation science, but a number of scientists are looking at this and they're saying, yes, you know, we don't think that Colorado carved this out. We think it was a catastrophic event. So instead of a little bit of water over millions of years carving out the Grand Canyon, you believe there was a flood event, kind of like Noah's Ark and, and the time of that flood that created a lot of water that was dammed up and then whoosh, it flooded out in a, in a very short period of time to create the Grand Canyon. That's correct. Uh, there is a lot of evidence of a very, very large lake that existed uh, just north of the Grand Canyon. And that would be consistent with an understanding of the flood waters covering the earth and as they receded, uh, lakes being trapped in, in temporary kinds of dams because they're not built like we built dams today with concrete and so forth, but they're trapped. And then uh, something, earthquakes, uh, or the, the, uh, the water eventually gives way, uh, uh, the ground gives way to that massive water. And we believe there's that evidence of that lake, that massive, massive lake that then uh, broke through and rushed. And most people see this happen. Uh, we see this happen in floods today where you get a lot of water. It'll, it'll carve out uh, a lot of earth in a very short period of time. So the Grand Canyon, as beautiful as it is and, and as old or young as it may be, we, you think this is evidence of the biblical account of Noah's flood in the book of Genesis. This, the Grand Canyon proves the Bible is true. That's what I believe, and that's what the scientists that we were talking to, that's what they believe. We, there's a lot of evidence there. The, the, the flat line layers that are exposed in the canyon, uh, they are not uh, consistent with a picture of those layers being laid down over millions of years. The, the standard geological story is that uh, the continent sinks, a placid ocean fills in, material sprinkles down for millions of years from 
somewhere that would form thousands, uh, in some cases, a thousand foot thick layer of material. The continent rises, that layer hardens over millions of years, and the continent sinks, uh, and we do it again. Well, that would mean that that layer has been exposed for millions of years to rain and floods and erosions of all, co all kinds. We can see it at the top of the canyon. You can see massive erosion in the, in the layer at the top that breaks down through many layers, but all the layers at the bottom are all very fine flat line, uh, which appears to say they were laid down rapidly one after the other. That would be consistent with a massive uh, catastrophic flood that hydrosorted that material. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, I'm going to have Del Tackett give some more reasons why the Bible is true and Genesis is proven to be scientifically correct. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Did you know religious freedom is under fire in our military today? Our troops do not have protection. For example, Military chapels are now being desecrated by homosexual wedding ceremonies on bases in all 50 states. Our troops are now also faced punishment if they dare to object to sharing common sleeping quarters or common shower facilities, or if chaplains dare to quote the Bible during private counseling that declares that homosexuality is a sin. Nobody in our military should be forced to violate their Christian conscience especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Let's take action today for religious freedom. Would you sign a petition with me? Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Let's defend religious freedom for our troops. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Do you ever wonder how to discern your own thoughts? from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit, or angels, or invisible demons. I'm Dr. Chaps, and you've seen us talk about the gift of discerning of spirits. In fact, I wrote my PhD dissertation, How to See the Holy Spirit, Angels and Demons. But now, we have an exciting 17-part video Bible study on a four-disc DVD set that you can get for your small group or your church. If you just visit PrayInJesusName.org and offer a suggested donation of $99, or call us toll-free at 866-ObeyGod, get this 17-part video series, and for a limited time only, we'll throw in the book for free. Visit PrayInJesusName.org, get this important Bible study series for you and your church, or call us at 866-ObeyGod right now. He is the intersection of church and state. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Del Tackett, who is a movie maker, but also a scientist, or at least he uh, interacted with some of the world's top scientists with regard to whether or not the Bible book of Genesis is historically accurate. Del, name uh, the movie and where can people watch this and find it again? The name of the movie is Is Genesis History? Uh, it has been released in theaters, but now uh, it is primarily available either through DVDs or Blu-ray, uh, or they can stream it on Netflix. Is Genesis History on Netflix? I, I was encouraged when I saw it on Netflix, and I think you're making a, a difference in the culture. Why is this important to you? 
Well, it's critically important, I think, from uh, several standpoints. Number one, I am a biblical worldview teacher. I've been teaching biblical worldview for a long time. I think it's critical for the body of Christ to have that foundation. And I have been uh, amazed as I teach biblical worldview how often I go back to Genesis for the foundational principles and understanding of everything that is laid out in the scriptures past that. It's the understanding we have of who we are as human beings. Are we evolved creatures that are, that are no different than, than uh, as, as some have said, a rat is a pig, is a dog, is a boy? Does that mean we have no purpose, no meaning in life? Do we have no stewardship over the earth around us? How do we make sense of the evil in the world around us? We understand all of that in Genesis. And, and also, it was in the Genesis account that God points forward to Christ, what we call the proto-evangel, where he says there will be a seed that will come. You will crush the head of the serpent. You will make it all right again. The understanding of the flood and, and the Genesis of language, it's all there. And when we uh, disregard it or we try to twist that language, liquefy it, I call, into myth or metaphor, then you can make it into anything you want. And what is happening, and, and one of the reasons why I was so compelled to do this, even though I had friends tell me, please don't, don't do this film, I did it because what has happened is in sem seminaries today, they have bought that, that truth claim of deep time and evolution and they are now liquefying the scriptures in order to form it into that. Well, we are now not only losing Adam and Eve, but we have myth, made myth uh, the fall, the beginning of death, uh, evil, uh, the death of all the creatures that we see in the fossils layer, which is the picture, should be the plain picture of God's judgment. And so eventually what happens, if you, if you liquefy the foundation of the truth in the scripture, then you'll liquefy Christ in the end. Let's roll a short trailer of the movie, Is Genesis History? Give people a flavor for uh, the great cinematic experience they're going to see when they find this on Netflix, Is Genesis History? There are many questions about the history of the Earth. What major events might have occurred to shape it? Was there a global flood? A Big Bang. How did the Earth become filled with so many amazing and diverse creatures? I'm Del Tackett, the creator of The Truth Project, and I've spent a year asking a wide variety of scientists to help me better understand the world we see around us. Well, it was a story that we all learned in grammar school. Colorado River, over tens of millions of years, cut the Grand Canyon. Most geologists have jettisoned that idea. You can't imagine a canyon enduring that long with erosion. Time is not a magic wand that solves all the geologic problems of the world. The past is the key to the present. You want to understand why the way the world is today, you've got to understand what happened in the past. You take the present processes and extend it into the past, not unreasonable, but there's evidence in the rocks themselves that you can't do that. If the fossils of dinosaurs have been dated incorrectly, then it's very likely the fossils of any organism have been dated incorrectly, and therefore then the geologic ages themselves are incorrect. 
I believe in change over time, but I'm not an evolutionist. The shark has the ability to change, to adapt, to respond dynamically to the environment. But there are still sharks. And when we look at the fossil record, there are still sharks. We've been told to look at a history of the Earth that is millions and billions of years old. Is there evidence that it could have been created in only a matter of days? You really need to begin by looking at the governing paradigm about the history of life and the history of the universe. We've got two possibilities, and all the natural history museums in the country all give you just one of those views. Is there a recorded history that shows us a different view? And when we look at the fossil record, we can see the complexity is all there from the beginning, and this, this begs the question of where did all this complexity come from? An ancient history recorded in the book of Genesis. You have this notion that there is providence that is then worked out across time in a linear, understandable, traceable fashion. We'll come face to face with an earth-shattering question. Is Genesis history? Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today, I want to invite you to sign a critical petition to defend innocent babies and to end abortion in America. On this show, we like to pray and petition God, but we also need you to take action today by petitioning Congress to stop the taxpayer-funded child killing, especially by defunding Planned Parenthood, America's number one abortion provider. Why are your taxes paying to murder innocent children in the womb? Well, if Congress would simply define personhood as life beginning at conception, we can reverse Roe versus Wade. Please join me today by signing this important petition to Congress. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and sign your petition today. Sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Are you frustrated at the direction your country is headed? Are you ready to fight for a cause and change the world? Do you believe God has called Christians to make a difference? Announcing a new book by Chaplain Gordon Klingenschmidt entitled How to Liberate the World in 30 Days, a step-by-step -step guide to take back your country. Dr. Alan Keyes wrote the foreword saying, This book needs to be placed in the hands of every millennial and Bible-believing pastor in America. This book teaches 30 powerful political tools in a 30-day devotional that will change your life and give you power. It comes with 15 inspiring true stories of political victory. You don't even need to get elected to take back your government. But if you read this book, you just might get elected too. Order your copy today. It's available in the Superstore at WND.com on Amazon and you can get the first chapter free right now if you visit the website SchoolofLiberty.org. That's SchoolofLiberty.org. It's time to take back your country. He is the intersection of church and state. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm joined with movie maker Del Tackett, who made the movie of the trailer that you just saw. Uh, Del, you're also involved in other big projects. Talk about, for example, the Truth Project or this upcoming project you have. Well, the Truth Project was the uh, attempt, as best we could, to help build a biblical worldview in the body of Christ. And so that's what it is. It's a small group study, uh, 13 sessions. We go through philosophy and science and anthropology. 
uh, and look at social order and how God has designed social order. And God has blessed it. It's gone all over the world in uh, over 100 countries. Uh, estimates are over 15 million people have been through it. it uh, it's not because of me. God has blessed it Great. Can people still participate in that today? How do they get it? They still can. They can still purchase that. They can go online. They can get it from uh, Focus on the Family. Uh, it's still available. There are many groups that are still going on. Uh, but I have always longed to want to follow up the Truth, uh, the Truth Project teaching, all of the other worldview teaching that I've done uh, with what I think is the next step. And that is basically, what do we do with that worldview? Do we just sit with it? Uh, do we just uh, make it do a test and say, oh, I got 100% on my worldview exam? That that's not what God intended for truth. Truth is not God's end game. He desires for us then to be light and salt, to have an impact, to engage the culture around us. And so uh, this next series is, uh, we're calling it The Engagement. And uh, hopefully we will film it this year. The Engagement is the next, I assume it's a film, you said you're going to film it. It's a small group study. A small group study, uh, man, uh, probably for about 10 weeks. So not released in theaters, but something that's uh, in shorter segments, 15 minutes a piece? Or... Yeah, each session will be similar to what the Truth Project was, 45 minutes uh, to an hour to be done in a small group and then discussed and wrestled with. Uh, it's possible that it may be preceded uh, by a theatrical event where we'll take probably that first tour uh, and put it in a theatrical movie form and release it. That's yet to be seen. So you mentioned this idea of worldview, you know, people having this biblical understanding of where we came from, what is, what is mankind's purpose, how that engages with different philosophers of, of different times. But having the right worldview isn't enough to get, get somebody into heaven. Uh, what is your perception of the gospel of Jesus Christ? What, what is the end message that you really want someone to go home with? Well, the reality is a biblical worldview should always point to Christ, just as everything in the scripture points to Christ. That is uh, the ultimate um, of our worldview, is to understand and recognize as hard as it is for us to comprehend that God himself had such a sacrificial zeal for us that he provided the only way that could justify the wrath of God and to pay the penalty for our sins that would allow us then to be reconciled to God, as the scripture says. And that came through the work of Christ, uh, through uh, that propitiation, uh, the sacrifice that he made. And ultimately, everything we do should point to him and to his work. And by receiving Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, then what he did through his death, burial, and resurrection, his death on the cross, his atonement, can pay for our sins and forgive us of our sins so that we can go to heaven. That's exactly right. That's the only way that we can be reconciled to God. Uh, if, if we are outside of Christ, we are enemies of God. In fact, that we even live that life. We, we hate God. We hate his law. Uh, and we want to go our own way. But that is what separates us from God. And it is the sacrifice and it is the receiving and understanding of that gift that he gave to us uh, that God then cleanses us from our sins. 
and, and we are then clothed with the righteousness of Christ. It's beyond ima imagination to even think of the penalty and the gift that has been given to us, and that's through Christ. You know, the name of our show is Pray in Jesus' Name. I wonder if you would honor us by leading our audience in a word of prayer. Oh, my, I, would, I would love to do that. Father, Lord, we come before you in awe. Uh, we should be on our knees before you. Uh, you have given us such a plain picture of who you are in the world around us. And yet, Father, you even chose to speak to us in your special revelation in your scriptures. And even more so, Father, that you came to us in Christ. And Father, we pray that you would use whatever we do, whatever the work of our hands produces, that it would all bring you glory. And Father, that we might be light and salt to the world around us that is in such a desperate strait. Father, the moaning and groaning of the world around us is almost deafening to us. We can't imagine what the cry of, of the blood uh, of babies that cry up to you. Oh, Father, that we might be light and salt. Would you bless each of these people uh, who are listening today, who are watching today? Uh, would you fill them with your spirit that we might glorify God in all that we do, in all of this through the name, the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen. Our guest has been Del Tackett. He is producer of Is Genesis History? You really need to watch this if you have Netflix. But if not, Del, where can people buy a copy of the DVD? They can go to isgenesishistory.com. Isgenesishistory.com. The website is the same as the movie title. This is great. Thank you, sir, for coming on our program. My pleasure. God bless you. All right. I'm Dr. Chaps. We'll be right back. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today, I want to invite you to sign a critical petition to defend innocent babies and to end abortion in America. On this show, we like to pray and petition God. But we also need you to take action today by petitioning Congress to stop the taxpayer-funded child killing especially by defunding Planned Parenthood, America's number one abortion provider. Why are your taxes paying to murder innocent children in the womb? Well, if Congress would simply define personhood as life beginning at conception, we can reverse Roe versus Wade. Please join me today by signing this important petition to Congress. Visit PrayInJesusName.org Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and sign your petition today. Sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching. Where else are you going to see a Christian take on the news and people who pray to lead other souls to Christ at the same time that we report the news? We need your donations at PrayInJesusName.org. I don't take a dime of salary from donations to our nonprofit. Please visit PrayInJesusName.org and click Donate. The Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 16, Every man shall give as he is able, according to the blessing of the Lord your God, which he has given to you. If you need prayer today, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Today I want to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 
after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Would you sign that petition with me? Let's take action today. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now at 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.